This is a mental health trigger warning for anyone dealing with, dealt with or has helped or helping a loved one through tough times. How are you feeling? Let me guess, you're fine. If you asked yourself, how would you answer? From time to time I've answered, I feel like hell. I feel hopeful. I feel like I don't count. On a particular day on the phone, NHS therapist ticking essential boxes asked me, do you currently have any plans to end your life? Stumped for what felt like hours, I replied finally within seconds, no, not today. The tick boxes when it comes to people suffering with their mental health, these tick boxes are irrelevant. Rounding numbers isn't the rounded view needed to consider mental health. No, that's a data view. Mental health is an unseen thing. Data can't capture it, collect it, see it, and if unseen perpetually, can be fatal. Suffering unseen. Others need to see it to believe it, and now we've become accustomed to emotions putting on a show that, unless performed, can't be true. We have to openly walk and talk our suffering without reservation, without space to exit our state, even if our state is sullen, sad, broken. A constant show, on demand, in the workplace, at home, the doctor's surgery, our story is noted, swiped and scrolled, compulsory programming and viewing, how else to believe it, so we narrate it, and when our identity couples with it we are committed to it becoming the suffering when all we wanted was to be understood seeing is believing but appearances are deceiving seeing is believing but sensing isn't we'd have to pay attention to sense but desensitized even to ourselves overstimulated discontent screen beings oversharing to be seen over creating instead of creativity giving us refuge we take it hostage by a new identity a story that will be seen the struggle scene if seeing is believing well i'd rather not be seen not be part of any scene. Since suffering an acute phase of anxiety, I've been thinking about how mental health is recognised and how it's part of a conversation now, a campaign now. Compared to growing up in the 80s, being in high school in the early 90s, nobody knew or openly said, I'm not feeling mentally well. We just hid it. And life? We just did it. I grew up tight like glue with a fair few friends who, like me, came from challenging childhoods in this all-girls state school, meaning underfunded and crowded, all the way the other end of the Piccadilly line. When we didn't feel fine, we grouped together, clung to one another, went behind the bike sheds to have that smoke or just walk out the school gates, not turning back, still taking a toke. If you got on the bus to school feeling shit, there was always someone else feeling it who would gladly just say, fuck it detour no mobile phones just codes like in jokes and if it was really heavy like something had hit someone heavy we'd summon all and just detour 
wouldn't need to spell it out, the code said it all, our senses clung, we saw one another, so young, and I'm forever grateful because whether or not we knew it, we weren't mentally well. Scared, overwhelmed, breaking rules together was our way of taking from the well. It embraced us, we felt seen, never accusing or judging, we could just be. Mental health is a state on a sliding scale. It fluctuates, but not in a linear way. The doc's survey is way off. My score does not reflect my day to day. Our mental health is a signal, signaling how we are and our state, impacted by visiting feelings I could do without because they're not all our own or from our present, but within us they find a home. Visitors uninvited and unwittingly welcome the moment our thumbprint activates the door it's open and they barge in. These visitors shoving themselves in unannounced, it's been impossible to prepare for them. I couldn't prepare, about to go live on air. Radio lobby, they've turned up as well. I stumble, I fall, I'm out cold. Paramedics rush to my now conscious and mortified despair. I sit beside a pool of them, ejected, no warning, they were even there. In a meeting, they are knocking now. I can feel the thumping. Boardroom setting, sudden dread. I silently beg for mercy. Try to propel them out with my breath. Longer exhales. They visit me more often when I'm not paying attention, so I'm forced to slow down. Something has to give. Someone caring, who didn't know me at all, told me over the phone. I heard it louder than any other voice I've known. Something has to give. We are so saturated with content, words, people, situations, our screens, demands and deliverables. Unless something extreme penetrates our emotional comas, we don't believe it and we can't see it. Woke, when we are yet to be awakened to really see others, to see ourselves. Anxiety and depression trauma, rejection, sadness, pain, lost procrastination, the mental struggle is a hashtag from time to time or post to post, even donated to, however insufficiently embraced offline. We spend our time persuading others to see it, but how long until we notice it first, before it becomes a pathology, an infection, an identity? Paddling furiously, never forsaking the image of perfection, we are part of a system and are wiring short-circuiting. We write out our despair, we share wherever release is welcome and then return to a circuit board entirely unconducive for our dimension. My system doesn't lie to me, it's unafraid to speak its state. Even if suppressed, it will make the noise to make a case. If not thriving, don't wait until the point of breaking. Our system within is far more superior than the systems we find ourselves in and melancholy is temporary, remember that, and if more than that, don't hide it. This stiff upper lip shit takes a piss, I mean it's so inconvenient and unpleasant for you to be seen struggling, seen as a weak link, frightening those whose own state triggered cannot cope and depends on you not being seen. You're weak, you need to be strong, no, strong struggles. It takes someone strong to face their shit and do something about it, to let yourself crumble even in front of someone. No, you are anything but weak. It's no flaw to speak. We are human. It's part of our life vocabulary to become more fluent in being seen, 
and seeing ourselves. Thank you for listening to the Life at Cadbury podcast with me, Serena Hussein. Something new and different for you, a format to incorporate all the writing I do to blend with my commentary. Would love to hear how this lands for you. Happy New Year.